You are now listening to the Purpose Edit Podcast. You've got to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess, and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like sweets and be successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game that's messing with it and get through it. Welcome to the Perfect Status Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk in your purpose. And three, ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic, and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. Dr. Shane Calhoun, what up, homie? What up? How you doing? How you living? I'm good, man. I'm good. All, uh, despite life's adversity, I'm good. That's How good. about you? Same, man. Just um, busy, back to work, and um, just trying to keep up with everything and get back in gear. We were just saying, like, it felt like the kids, teachers as well, didn't have much of a summer. Did you feel like the summer went by fast or slow? Um, I, it went by, see, it was, it's a little different because, because of the new job, this was my first cycle through the summer. So having two and a half, three months off was like something that I've never experienced before. So, um, to say that it went by fast or slow, I can't really say, but I feel like I did a lot this summer. Like I actually mm-hmm. probably worked more than I knew I did or was going to um, mm-hmm. this summer. But it was it was a different experience. So like next summer, I'll be able to really say, all right, damn it, this this summer went by. Yeah, fast. yeah. Because it was still new. It was like I'm done in May. Huh? I don't go back till mid August. Huh? Like this, it was weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was me also thinking about work. Like this, my one year anniversary would be September actually Labor Day week. And so I'm learning like what time of the year I'm going to be busier than others. Right. So as I think about next year, all right, here's yeah. when stuff is going to ramp up, kick up. How do I prepare for prepare that? For so that. Yeah, that's where it's that, at now. So I'm, yeah. I'm officially in my second year where nothing is new. Everything is now it's rinse and repeat. So now I can really get a gauge for what it is. Bet. Bet. Um, check this out, right? Um, um, I forget what I was, I think I was reading a book and it sparked this thought, but it, it basically asked this question that I was curious to ask you. Hmm. When you think about, just take a moment, take 30 seconds and think about at least three of the best decisions you ever made in your life. And audience, as you listen into this, I want you to do the same. Take 30 seconds. Think about three of the best decisions you've ever made in your life. What were those decisions? What what were three of your best decisions you ever made in life? Was I supposed to take the actual 30 seconds or? It's up to you. If you're ready to share, if not, then Um, please take the rest of your time. (laughs) The three best decisions that I actually made ironically none of them were like part of the plan none of them were actually part of the plan um i think it was a good decision for me to come get my masters 
I feel like it was a good decision for me to um, start teaching. And I feel like it was a good decision for me to go back and get that second master's. All of which I had, I mean, when I say it was a thought maybe two months before they actually came to fruition, none of mm-hmm. them I actually thought about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When I think about my three best decisions, one, going to Eastern Kentucky because that eventually led me to being introduced to my wife. Mm -hmm. It also was the moment that I needed to humble me when I didn't even realize I needed humility. Right. So that's one. Two, going back and getting my degree. Mm. Uh, actually finishing up uh, doing what I said that I was going to do. And then probably my third best decision, and this is fresh as of last year, was leaving my last company and coming to this, this new, this new job, new career, new, new everything, because I literally was praying to be stretched, to grow, to develop new tools, as well as refine the ones that I have. And this job, this career is giving me all of that and then some. Gotcha. Right. So, yeah. So now, all right. Those were your three. Oh, go ahead. So was it leaving the job or was it pursuing opportunities to leave the job? So, So the decision to leave okay. was what I will anchor to. Because I had to come to grips. I had to come to that moment. Like gotcha. I, I was wearing pros and cons of saying, you starting over. Like gotcha. in my previous organization, I was talking to the top level executives. I knew the company. I knew the industry, right? Every day was somewhat predictable. Gotcha. And I could leverage my relationships to ultimately get what I wanted if yeah. I truly needed to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Coming here, I'm starting over. I don't know nobody. Mm-hmm. I know nobody. And let alone, I'm not hobnobbing and rubbing elbows with the senior leaders of the organization. I got to work up to that. So I'm back at start. Gotcha. Gotcha. And I, I just asked that because as you was thinking, I was thinking about my job change. But I absolutely wanted to go. Like, it was just like I was ready to do something different. So it wasn't more of a decision for me. It was more of timing and just being patient for the opportunity to come across. Yeah. 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 For me, it was, it was about a decision because I could have been, I could have stayed where I was and been content, had no issues. True. If I'm being honest, yeah, wouldn't have had to work hard if I'm being (laughs) honest. Right. That's what I, that's, that's part of what I walked away from was you could either have this cake cushy life Mm -hmm. right here because ain't none of this hard. This is all easy. Or you could go challenge yourself and grow. I chose grow. Grow. 100%. I got you. So now think about this, right? I asked that first question, your best decisions, three of your best decisions to set up this question. When you think about the work you put in or some of the experiences you got that enabled you to be able to make those outstanding decisions, what was some of that work? What were some of those experiences that kind of informed the decisions that you just named? 
I don't know if that's applicable for the decisions that I just made because literally it was, hmm, I'm done with school. What am I going to do? This grad school thing is an option. Go do it. I, you know what I'm saying? Like, obviously, I was doing work to prepare me. But for me, I think those things are more a reflection of right place, right time, and always being in the ball game and being open to that voice of go try this or go here. You know what I'm saying? Is that is being open to that voice. So what think if you backtrack, I want you to backtrack. Think about what or when did you become open to the voice? Mm. Mm. I don't know if there's a time on that. You never thought about it. You never reflected back. Uh, when did I become open, which assumes at one point you were closed? Yeah, but that's 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 the assumption. But I don't think that's me. Hmm. Like I I I don't think um, we I have you know of course I've had dreams and goals, but I don't ever think I was one of those like I've never been the type of person to this is the plan I'm going this direction. You know what I'm saying? Like in terms of you know you have some people. Okay, let me think of it this way: in terms of plan A, plan B. I've always been of the mindset that, like somebody asked me just this the other day, so we get to talk about it twice. They said, how do you uh, deal with people who are telling you that your plan A is going to work? I said, here's the thing. There are no plan Bs. However, with plan A, and people are probably tired of hearing me saying you, you can't control the when and the how. You just got to mm -hmm. be able to go with the flow. So if you have a dream and you're going to continue to go after the dream you have to accept that man i may have to sleep in my car for a couple of months man i may mm -hmm. have to go work nights at target to go crush boxes until i get there so for me it was just kind of like okay this is the direction i want to be this is where i want to be this is what i want to do what is going to allow me to continue to move in that direction got it got it so like i think about I think about going back and getting my degree. Mm -hmm. The moment prior to that, that really probably inspired it. Mm -hmm. And more so now than ever, as I, I reflect on it, I'm thinking about going and getting my master's. That's <laughs> I, I'm getting this itch. I don't know why. <laughs> and funny enough, when I finished the bachelor's, I said, I ain't getting no master's. I'm done with school. I ain't got to go back. And now here I am a few years later, I'm like, I think I want to get my master's. All right, so what triggered that? So what triggered going back and getting the bachelor's was my kids who were starting to figure out if they wanted to go to college or not. I'm talking to them about you have to finish what you start. And immediately something hit me and go, but you ain't finished what you started. Yeah, but the, I'm talking about the what makes you want to go get the master's. So now fast forward here at the master's and I'm asking myself, Am Did I, I finished finish with what I started? Just because I got the bachelor's, am I finished? Gotcha. When I think about stretching myself and growing into this next career path, what do I feel I need? What experiences, what uh, contextual knowledge do I need to have to be able to not only do well in this role, but to accelerate, mm -hmm. to excel, mm -hmm. to kill it? Because I don't want to just exist in the space mm. so am i done 
is school what I want? Because I'm curious to learn still. I got this appetite for learning that's starting to grow more. Look, and you know what? I'm going to segue to another, another topic that came from a podcast I was listening to, but I think it's relevant to, to this idea of what do you do what do you do with problems that you have or what can happen if you don't address them? And what they said was the statement. This was the statement that the podcast said problems that we don't fix become our limitations. Problems that we don't fix eventually become our limitations. Mm. True or false? You agree with that, that statement? True. I would also problems. Say, yeah, I would also they say they become our habits. Can a habit be a problem? Yeah. You smoke crack on a Saturday. <laughs> you smoke crack on the bar. All right, folks. If you've never yeah. seen the movie Lean on Me, yeah, Joe Clark is a, is a is a prominent scene. Go watch that movie. It is a classic. Yeah. I mean, so. Can a habit become a problem? Absolutely. A habit can absolutely become a problem. But at that point, is it an addiction? Is a is a habit and an addiction the same? It can be in a good and a bad way. Like I did you did you get the message the other day I sent you? About the process? No, I sent you. I said, um, I get it. Systems. I need to have a system systems. to systems. stop yelling yeah. at I got that message. I was, I was wondering when you was going to circle back because, folks, he told me I was right in a text message. And I wanted to wait till we got here where we could record why I was right in case I ever need to play it back for him. So please proceed. Why was I right? Because I've realized that my world is a big tub of goo and there is no structure in anything and it is now holding <laughs> holding me back i believe personally i've attained a bad habit and it is stopping me from getting to the next level so in order to get to this next level i'm going to have to put some organization <laughs> and systems in place i'm sure glad i'm glad you're having a good time over there man i am because folks i've been telling him this for years for years yeah. I'm so glad. I'm so glad that you finally self-realized because that is the most powerful tool to change behavior. But you are absolutely right. You got to have systems. You got to have some sort of structure. You got to have a process. You you can't just be willy nilly all your life, which makes me r remind not just you, but people. One of my favorite books, What Got You Here Won't Get, won't you, there. get you There. Yeah. People. One of the best books you could ever read. What got you here won't get you there. Just the title alone is it'll preach all by itself. Yeah. So what happened that made you come to this realization finally? Um, when I started summer break, my to do list was at like two thirty something <laughs> of things that I wanted to get done. And mm. by the end of the summer, it was at 427. Mm. Mm. We, we're talking literal, like, item numbers? Like, like 400, and I have a to-do list. 
with mm-hmm. 427 things on there. Mm. So <laughs> it's either I did a whole lot of thinking this summer <laughs> or I didn't do as much as I thought, or I'm going to go with C, a combination of both. I did a lot, but I also did a lot of thinking. And I just realized in um, in some of my most recent moves, which, you know, things are still going, you know, you working, you working, you working, but what got you here won't get you there. I realized that, yeah, in, in order to get to this next level, like imagine this, right? Imagine being in a position to purchase an asset that will enhance your business and in the first order of using that asset, the assets paid for. Mm. My Jesus. You see what I'm saying? But Mm -hmm. what got you here won't get you there. So in order to maximize and, 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 and 10 X, 20 X, 30 X this investment, you gonna have to change courses and pivot and go in a different direction. So mm-hmm. I, I, I am learning that I, I am in desperate need of a, not a pivot, a change, my brother. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. Cause yeah. most people, most yeah. people don't like change. Nah, it's a change. You said whole scale change. If you don't like change. I talked about this in counseling this week. If you don't like change, I don't think this is doc speaking. You want to be successful in life. This is just me speaking. If you don't like change, because um, in order to you, you have to change. Things have to change. People have to change. Hmm. That's just me, though. Okay. <laughs> okay. How can I help? Nah, you you can stop by dancing. You can start by stop dancing and, and throwing it in my face because I told you on my own. But no, I don't know. I don't know. I think um plotting those steps out is the is the is the is the next step accountability partner, is the next step, you know what I'm saying? Coaching is the next step. I don't know. But um I think the first step for me is literally like if I have a if we're recording at nine o'clock, I'm gonna be there. You know what I'm saying? I may not be mm-hmm. set. I may be still juggling wires, but I'm at least going to be there. So I need to start automating my life that way. Like I have appointments. You make these appointments, period. But with that, you also shut down when it's time for family and unplug in and you plan all that stuff. So that's the first step in the system for me is that I have to start planning my hours and minutes and, and being disciplined and sticking to those hours and minutes. You got to guard and protect your time as if your life depended on it. Yeah. Listen, man, I had to. I was fortunate enough to have that same realization. I just had it earlier on in life and it wasn't by choice, believe it or not. My mother, my mother forced us to have systems and processes to guard and protect our time because she was a single mom raising three kids. And that's how she had to operate in order to survive. So she had to instill that in us so that it complemented what she was trying to do and she wouldn't be fighting against us. Mm. Right. Mm. So very early on, that was, I would say instilled is probably the best word. Mm -hmm. And I saw that it was a recipe for success. Now keep in mind, 
what got you here won't get you there. And so I had to learn over time. And I think that's why God led me to have a friend like you is that you don't always have to have a process and a system and you'll still be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you were my evidence that there was more than one way to skin a cat. Mm-hmm. Right. And so you got to find that happy medium and know when to pull that tool out of the toolbox versus the other. one. Yeah. But this is a, this is a change. This has to happen. Like, you know, and then even so, like, if you can't see it because it's blur, I have this thing like a gold sheet. And I have things on that gold sheet from a year ago, year and four months now that were supposed to be goals and done. And they're still sitting there on the wall. And it's just... but to your point earlier about timing. Right. If if the time wasn't right to accomplish those goals at at the, at the I guess, proposed due date, right? And you end up accomplishing them later on. Does that mean they're past due or did they happen exactly when they were supposed to? They happened exactly when they were supposed to, but happening in exactly what they're supposed to could have happened a year ago if you just did something different. So I'm not tripping about it. Like I, I do, because you just think about so much, how much we've done. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, and this is where I kind of give myself grace and we almost give our great self self grace. It's not like I've been sitting in the house playing guitar hero. You know what I'm saying? Like we work it, you know, and, and, <laughs> and legit when I say the list went from two thirty five to four twenty seven, is because I literally had that many ideas. So it is like, um, I think shifting my thought now on my process to, being more systematic with stuff is going to really help my productivity and, and, and keep all of these ideas in check. Cause you can't do everything at once. You know what I'm saying? And that's another problem I've realized that like, I, I'll spend 15 minutes on this, 15 minutes on this, 15 minutes on this, 15 minutes. You probably need to spend two hours on one thing, knock it, move to the next. And that's, that's another big change for me that yeah. I'm just really working on. Yeah. Folks, I wish I had the round of applause uh, noise that I would play during this. Maybe maybe we'll add it in on the back end. But please, from wherever you sit, give 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 Doc a big round of applause for recognizing this change that needs to happen. So, Um, So what was your initial question? I don't know. I forgot. It's too it's too it's too late. It wasn't working. But this was this was more important. It got us here. It got us here because we were talking about problems become limitations. Yeah. I asked you, was that a true statement that eventually oh, the problems habits would, mm-hmm. and I do believe problems eventually become limitations, but I also added on that they also become habits. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do mm-hmm. you, did you think, or how did you think, do you think problems are limitations? Um, unaddressed problems. Yes eventually become your limitation because I think you can have problems that have been addressed and you may have resolved them to the extent that they are resolvable. Mm -hmm. Right. And that is not necessarily now a limitation for you. You just know how to work around it. Like I know that I'm tall and there are certain activities that if I were shorter would be easier to do. I give you an example. It's funny. I drop a pin after I've been working out and I look down at the ground and I see how far that pin is away from me. 
And there's a moment that asked myself, should I bend over to pick that up? That's a long way down. Or do I got another pen somewhere around this house that's at a higher elevation? You know what? I sure do. And so sometimes that pen stays right where it fell. <laughs> that's unbelievable. That was God's journey for that pen. Oh, gosh. That's unbelievable. Somebody will pick that up. Yeah. <laughs> My knee hurts. <laughs> my my hip hurts. And I don't have time to stop and bend over because I know what's going to come after that. I'm going to be hurting more because I'm like, oh, I had to bend over. That hurt. Wow. That pain could stay there. Wow. Never thought. It'll be all right. It'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's where I'm at. Tell me, sir, you're making these changes. What's, how has that then informed your footwork? Tell us one step that you're doing or have done recently to get you closer to a goal. It's footwork time, people. Um, the course is out. Uh, I forgot the name of the work. Put your music to work, or I forget the name of the doggone course. I'm gonna edit this out. <laughs> um. I forgot. Hold on. Let me look. <laughs> well, <laughs> the reason why I could tell you exactly why it uh, <laughs> yo, I'm glad that I could be the butt of your jokes right now. I know, get that man. This this is the laugh that I needed, man. After the week I had, this was the laugh that I needed. <laughs> okay. All right. So my footwork. Um. Obviously, the books out. The the producers of pop on F flat books. Just go to fflatbooks.com. Google my name. Shane Calhoun, S-H-A-N-E-C-O-L-Q-U-H-O-U-N. The book will pop up. It's an amazing book. You need it. Just go get it. Also, I've done two podcasts this month. Um, just people interviewing me. So that 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 profile is starting to build and a lot of good things are coming out. And then also I completed the course, Put Your Music to Work, a comprehensive plan for monetizing your music on social media. That's out. Now, the reason why I couldn't remember the name a minute ago was because a week after I put it out, I started uh, doing a little bit of social media marketing study and bought a few courses, and it completely opened my brain to where I may have to go back and reformat the, co uh, the course. I'm not taking hmm. it down, though. It's like I did work on it. It's out, and the whole design was for it to be living. So once it's yeah. up, it's always going to change and whatever, whatever. So it's up there, but yeah. it was just so crazy how much information I learned literally in about a two-week span. So put your music to work. It's on Gumroad. If you just go to Gumroad.com, type put your music to work, it will it should pop up. What about you? What's your footwork? <laughs> Man, I, I think I announced it on here, but I'm going to say it again. I launched a new uh, newsletter called Lessons in Leadership. If you follow me on LinkedIn, that's where you can subscribe to it or go to my website, CoachVicLive.com, CoachVicLive.com. You can subscribe to my blog, my blog slash newsletter. The whole goal of this is to unlock a person's leadership potential in order for them to become transformational and inspire and drive positive change. I get all too often 
requests from people asking me to help them become a transformational leader. And so um, for those that I can't take on on a one on one coaching setting, here's the closest uh, offering that I have to sharing my thoughts, sharing my advice. So we putting it out by weekly, man. Subscribe to it. Uh, it is growing and getting a lot of attention. We're going to be talking about all things related to leadership. Um, it's just going to be a, a, a good time. I want to interact with the audience. So definitely share it, comment, uh, connect with your boy. Dope. But yeah, that's that's what's up. Like you practiced that way better than I did. Um, No, that was actually shooting from the hip, thinking about what do I want people to know about this and what am I trying to accomplish with it? Mm-hmm. Took that out of uh, one of your pages, sir. <laughs> Just shoot. <laughs> nugget of the day what what's the takeaway for the audience what's the purpose uh, sometimes it's good just to talk you never know what happens that's that's the only takeaway i have for tonight because we was all over the place but it was a good conversation and um change if there's something you need to change don't pussyfoot do it before right. the limitation <laughs> i love it i love it purpose addicts as always man we appreciate y'all rocking with us uh the word of the week this week <laughs> is actually sweat the small stuff okay sweat the small stuff why because little things can feel like big moments Hmm. Little things can feel like big, big moments, but that's only if you sweat the small stuff. And what you'll find is that as you sweat the small stuff, those little things add up to big things. And those big things are the things that you want to brag about, talk about and look back on and be proud of. But it all comes from sweating the small stuff. As always, we appreciate you for rocking with us. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, share the show. Purpose at its podcast, man. Dope content, authentic conversation. Two friends who've been friends their whole life found themselves at the same spot pursuing purpose. Live life on purpose. We out. And I think a lot of times everybody's not going to understand your vision, your walk, your purpose, your desires, your dreams, your goals. And they don't have to because I'm going to tell you a secret. Everybody ready? It's yours. It don't belong to them. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't they teeth to brush, ain't they armpits to put deodorant on, it's yours. This message is for anyone who is not answering the calling on their life. I want you to take note of something. That one thing, that one talent, that one gift you have, that idea that could give birth to a solution that possibly brings harmony to the world will never get the chance to breathe life if you continue to let fear kidnap you from your future. That's right, I said, if you continue to let fear kidnap you from your future. Too many times we settle for good things when we can have God things. And purpose is a God-given gift. Not everybody fulfills their purpose. Not everybody discovers it. Not everybody walks in it. But if you're willing to give up the good things to get to the God things, well, baby, I 
promise you purpose, that's for you. Failure is a part of success. I heard that somewhere. I didn't make that. Failure is a part of success. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. You could try 10 times and you may not get it to your ninth, but what if that ninth try or that 10th try is the one that gets you that million? Instead of looking at what we have on the inside and utilizing our tools, we always look in other places and try to pull from there, pull from there, when most of the time it's right here inside. There are no problems. There's only solutions. Let's, let's just be in a habit of fixing things or finding a way out. My favorite quote that I learned is that fear does not stop death, it stops life. It stops us from living. And I need you. We all need you to live. Will you do it?